everybody. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Hod Golan, the height of taste. I am so excited to be right here in Gomeglat. We're going to have a fabulous show. We're having a supersize show. So please stick around for the next hour and a half for some Purim news, Pesach goth, all the things that you want to know that's going on around Gomeglat. This is a place to be. For those who are just tuning in for the first time, I'm Naomi Nachman. Um, you can also watch our show today as well as listen by going on to NachumSiegel.com and watching us as well. Um, for, I am Naomi Nachman. I am about all the food all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat it, eat at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef, and my business is called the Aussie Gourmet. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, I'm your gal. I hope that you'll tune in every week and hear about my fun food adventures, where I ate, what I ate, who I ate it with, and then I also want to hear about your adventures. So you can send me um, an email to Naomi at NachumSiegel.com. You can join me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Pinterest, on Instagram, and I would love to uh, hear back from you. Um, where you wait, please let me know. If you added a good restaurant or a really good meal, let me know because I want to go there too. So uh, I'm sitting right here in Gomeglat with the amazing uh, Nachum Siegel Network team. I've got Miriam L. Wallach, station manager, ZK, our chief engineer. I've got Jason Hagler, an uh, engineer running our fabulous show right here in Gomeglat. And I want to thank the entire Gomeglat team, I, Howie Klagsbrand and Hani Freeman. And, of course, sitting right with me, store manager. Right, Vice President of the Gourmet Glad Emporium right here in Cedarhurst, Yoli Steinberg. Thank you, Yoli, for joining me and sitting here with me this morning. It's taking me a little while to coax you into the hot seat. It's our third show together, so finally third time's the charm. Welcome. Thank you. Good morning. Hi. Can, can, we, can we get Yoli? Is we, have we got him on? Okay, great. Hi, Yoli. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for joining us here today. We're very excited about the um, forum coming. And uh, having a Shabbos in between Tainus Esther and Purim, it's to the days that we have to be festive and more time to contemplate our Purim Sudas. I know, right? And where do we do all our shopping for our Purim Suda? Right here in Gomeglat. Woohoo! And I believe that this, this morning you're hosting me, but this afternoon or later in the morning we're having a whole Purim, Purim Chagiga. Purim in the aisle. Purim in the aisles. I love that. That's so cool. You know, I did my entire Purim shopping here. I got the bags. I got all my nash. I didn't get the wine here because you don't sell liquor in Gomeglat yet, any case. Um, yeah, so it was literally a one-stop shop. I did my weekday shopping, my Shabbat shopping, my Purim sort of shopping, and my Pesach shopping all this week. And the kids' uh, snack shopping? Of course. Yeah. We, we can't miss that. Those snack aisles kill me. <laughs> Okay, so do um, you have anything you'd like to share with our guests and our listeners right here? Yes. Uh, Purim, in addition to the... We're, we're switching mics. <laughs> in addition to the excitement of Purim, um, Purim also leads into the Pesach shopping season, which, as you all know, is the most uh, intense and challenging food shopping season of the year. Um, here at Gourmet Glot, we've been busy since Pesach, um, putting together our... Since Pesach of last year. year, (laughs) We've been busy to make this experience uh, as smooth, easy, delightful, enjoyable as can be. And um, when you come to Gormeglat, it's not just uh, a shopping, which is a chore that one must do, 
but it's an experience. From the moment you enter the, the door, to how, uh, the layout of the store, to the friendliness of the employees, to the fantastic customer service, yes. to the customers who are very cheery and excited, looking at the older products and the new products and comparing and finding their friends. It's Basically, it's a social um, it's shopping a, experience. You know what? When I come here, I could spend two hours here just schmoozing and talking. It's you know, true. It's very easy to get lost of the purpose of why one came here. And, um, and we have. You walk in, you get your coffee. See, I'm having my coffee. Gourmet Glad sponsors, um, free coffee. There are different flavors. There's hot this chocolate is, this as is well. Vanilla. This is v- the vanilla caf- cafe. It's delicious. Yeah. And my daughter comes here. We go straight. We get the hot chocolates. She wants to stop for sushi first. It's simply sushi and then go and get hot chocolate. So we, there's a- something for everyone here. Including fresh bakery goods right next to the coffee and hot chocolate to complement your hot drink. And all week people have been telling me they've been, um, you've been giving out free samples of hamantashen. So, so all my friends are telling me that, you know, they can't buy, they're getting fat here. <laughs> but there's a gym next door, I think. There is a gym next door and uh, <laughs> hamantashen are really something special. Everyone sells hamantashen, but the hamantashen here are fresh, they're baked daily. The um, taste is... Um, stupendous may I say yeah yes the fillings are really uh, right on the mark how one expects them to taste the raspberries a little tart um, the apricot a little sweet just a touch of it but we have um, cheese uh, cheese hamantash cheese and oh, drizzled so in milk mm. chocolate on top which is um, oh my god you're killing me can someone go get delight. me some I want, I want one of those hamantash Seriously. Okay, someone's going to go get me those hamantashen. I'd the like cheese, a cheese. cheese hamantashen. Can I get a cheese hamantashen? Drizzle the milk chocolate. Okay, and we're going to be we're going to be uh ha- doing pastrami hamantashen right over there in a little bit. A Naomi Nachman original. A Naomi Nachman original. I got it. I developed it along with Leah Shapira. Uh, she is the uh, she has a blog called Cook Kosher, and I thought you know Abels and Hyman they're the sponsor of my radio show with Hod Golan, and I, I wanted to do something you know I always try to think of something funky to do with all these meat provisions, and then I decided who doesn't love pastrami, who doesn't love hamantash, and let's make an appetizer out of it. So Here we're going to we be go. doing a cooking demonstration in a little bit, so I hope you'll stick around and. Watch the cooking demo, and we're going to have a really full show here. We've got Shifra Klein from Joy of Kosher Magazine. It's actually going to be doing a meat demonstration. She's going to walk through different cuts of meat, as well as talk about the different, um, uh, the newest edition. Oh, thank you, the different, the latest edition of Joy of Kosher. We have Jay Booksbaum from Royal Wines. See all these gorgeous glasses? We're going to have a field day with those in a couple of minutes. So um, we've got a really packed show here. We're fixing up the spill glasses. <laughs> thank you, Yoeli. Thank you for having me, and thank you for being a sponsor of our What's for Dinner segment every week. Thank you, Naomi. We just want to point out for one second uh, the unique relationship that Gourmet Glad has with Naomi. We're very grateful to her. Thank you. She's a resident of our community. She's a star shopper. Um, <laughs> she knows She knows what, what she's doing in the aisles, what she's looking for, the quality of the product. We're always happy to be able to have that product on hand for her to provide. And she's also a very nice person in the fact that she's approachable. People have a question. They want to know what uh, they should get, what to do with it. She'll always give someone the time. And um, we're very, very happy to have this uh, unique relationship with her. Thank you. It's my pleasure. I lo- I, we love you guys too as a consumer and, you know, we love we love being part of the you know the gourmet glut team. And as you can see, I'm wearing my gourmet glut sweatshirt. Gourmet glut gave me a sweatshirt today. I'm wearing my Nachum Siegel Network shirt with my logo. 
Um, but over it, I'm sitting near the freezers with a very gorgeous selection of uh, products that they sell here. So it's a little chilly. So I have now my own gourmet glut sweater. So thank you to you guys. Whoops. Okay, so we wish everybody a very happy Purim, uh, Kasher and Pesach. And uh, we welcome you all to come from wherever you are to come experience the uniqueness of Gourmet Glot with uh, the largest selection of meats, second to none, beautiful cuts, beautifully packaged and wrapped, and um, all the produce and all your Seder and Pesach needs. Come on down to Gourmet Glot, 137 Spruce Street in Cedarhurst. Okay, thank you, Yoli. Okay, can I leave this mic here, guys? Okay, I'm going to leave it right here. I just want to show these gorgeous... Uh, uh, cheese hamantashen. They look magnificent. So um, I hope you'll grab a packet. I cannot wait to dig into these in just a little bit. So uh, we're going to move on to on our amazing show here today, right here uh, in uh, Cedarhurst, in Gormeglad. I love doing these live on location shows. So much fun. We have so much to share. We're really buzzing with uh, exciting news. Okay, I'm going to welcome um, Seth Levitt. He is the owner and president of... Uh, Abels and Hyman here. Hodgolan. Hi. Hi. He's our sponsor for Table for Two for the entire year. Okay, you got your mic. Welcome back. Mic. Thank you. It's always a pleasure being with uh, you on the show. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you so much for everything that you've done for our show. Um, okay, so we've got some new and exciting products that we've got out there. Yes, uh, Hodgolan has come out with a full line of uh, sliced poultry products. I have them uh, with me. Okay. Um, we, we're all helping each other out today. Yeah, we're all helping each other out. <laughs> Jay Brooks Brown's bringing the meat. You'll serve the wine. I just need one. Just one package. One okay. from each box, Jay. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, what have we got here? Oh, my God. My family's obsessed with this. We are the first Israeli manufacturer to come to America with uh, sliced, ultra-thin chicken products. Ultra-thin. now. Ultra-thin. That's like deli-shaved, very thin, right. sliced. And you, this is made in Israel, and we ship it here. That correct. This is made in Israel. The factory is in Israel. Factory is By in Israel. is in Naria. Uh, factory uh, started actually in, in 1946. We have about 150 employees. We're the largest exporter of uh, kosher poultry products uh, in Israel. Uh, we're also uh, the the number one brand in America for uh, poultry products from Israel. Oh, very interesting. We I export to Europe and Canada, uh, Mexico. And uh, the product gets out there. Yeah, you know, I heard there's a lot of controversy with Schrita now in Europe. So I guess they're bringing it in out from Israel already. We've been selling uh, products in Europe for years. You know. yeah, that's fantastic. I love these. Oh, here we go. It's upside down here. This is the honey glazed chicken breast. I love this. And I also like your Mexican one. Yes. That's delicious. This is great in a wrap for lunch. I that's think I've, perfect, I talk yeah. about this all the time. I, I buy about four packs a week. Um, here in Gomeglat of, of the uh, hot golan, very thinly sliced meat. My kids use it in deli sandwiches all the time, or deli wraps. Perfect. Love it. And now you have a little more variety because while we have the turkey line in ultra thin and, and regular five ounce sliced and family pack sliced, okay. now you have chicken, so you can mix it up a little. So, right, instead of the, right, so that was we use a lot of turkey. Now we can add some now chicken. Now we can add some chicken it. to your diet, and this is oh, a healthy so product. Cool. Uh, it has only one gram of fat. Yeah, it's uh, gluten free. Uh, oh, that's fantastic, because that's the way the world is moving. Right, it's about 98% fat-free with uh, no MSG, and uh, it's just a beautiful product. And we can open up a package so you can see what the product looks like. The tray is yeah, resealable, so if you don't finish the entire package in one sitting, you could put it back in the fridge and hold it oh, for the next cool. day. That never happens by us. My kids will come home and they'll devour and, it. And, and, and like, we're hungry, we need a something to eat, and of course, I'm, I'm not so into snacks, so my kids are... 
Um, eat healthy. Eat healthy. So they would rather eat a packet of this than a packet of chips. Okay, I'm just going to open well, it up. It goes up. well with chips. It goes... <laughs> don't tell them that. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, okay. I ripped it. Okay. I ripped it. Okay. I'm fired. Okay. Yeah, we got it. Oh, my God. It smells so good. I'll keep them away from the cheese hamantashen. That's a good idea. Smells amazing. Oh, my God. My mouth. <laughs> and it's just like you would buy in a deli. Uh, it's okay. A, it's a chicken breast. You know, it's uh, and it's rolled up. It's rolled up. It's in. A, it's uh, it's thinly sliced, so it falls apart when you when you pull it out. Pull it apart. I'm not yeah. going to pull it apart right. now. And it tastes great. Okay, great. So it's really nice that you have exciting new things coming out all the time. And the best thing about this, it's kosher Pesach already. This is kosher it's, Passover, correct? It's kosher fantastic Pesach. because you know, as as it's creeping up on us, and I don't want to spend too much time right now talking about Pesach. Um, but it's nice to know that there's going to be like more variety, more variety, yes. and you have hot dogs for Pesach. I'm sorry, I can't yes. not go with that because you know I love hot dogs. We always have hot dogs. And for and and I think that's like absolutely fantastic. Am I? I think I'm having a little bit of trouble with my headset. Okay. I, I have these. I have these like little ears. When I, I'm just going to fix my headset. There we go. Miriam L. Wallach, station manager. I'm taping something to your face. She's taping something to my face. It's okay. When I worked on QVC, when I used to sell Rogalach on QVC, they used to tape. Thank you, Miriam. They used to tape my um, earbud into my head. Okay, into my ear. Okay, that's much better. Thank you very much. So, yes, you were saying we have the hot dogs for Pesach. I we love have, the hot dogs for Pesach. Full line. Um, everything that we make year-round, with the exception of the no nitrate added frankfurter, is okay, available for Pesach. That's not available. We can't get uh, the ingredients which are uh, basically celery and cherry uh, we can't get those kosher, kosher pesa. Pesa. okay you that, can't have everything but you got like 30 products right, that I'm we sure have the chipotle hot dogs we have uh, the garlic stick salamis we have I love the garlic sticks the mini cocktail frankfurters which are great and there are a lot of great recipes that you can find for Pesach In oh fact, absolutely you created a, yeah. uh, I think a very nice uh, recipe uh, we did, we did um, hush puppy hush patties so right. I'm going to put that up on my uh, blog right there. And before. you can go on to the Abels and Hyman Facebook page. We have your recipe up there. Um, and you can find... Uh, I had some, you had some salami chips yes. up there. I made them last week. How are they? Amazing. Did you see what I made? Honey um, Applebaum from Busy in Brooklyn was on the show last week, and she was talking about hanging a salami. I heard. I was Could listening to you. you hang Haman on so Purim. for Purim. You know, we're all about symbolism in, in, right. in our religion. So uh, I made um, the Hasselbeck salami. It's now on Honey's blog. I, I made it. I, I, I uh, posted it that I made. I showed a picture, but I could, it's not my recipe. It's totally Honey's. So I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I didn't have the recipe to share, and I told everyone to tune back in for this week. Um, and Honey posted it today. So, uh, it's gorgeous. So go to busyinbrooklyn.com and check out her Hasselbeck salami. Um, it's beautiful. So you might want to. So you'll, you'll share it with definitely your guests too. Sure. But it was absolutely gorgeous. And it was this big salami you had given me. It was oh, yeah? this big. I'm like, the two pound salami. Yeah. How Those much nice. can we. So what I did, half, I made the salami chips. It was such a big hit. And it's such a fun idea for yes. um, Purim Soda. And the other one, I did the, the, the spiral. Oh, the spiral. Uh, you know, the uh, very cool Hasselbeck potatoes with the sauce. So um, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Sounds like fun. So, so we um, at Hud Go On are going to uh, offer a uh, box of uh, the new product to uh, one of your listeners. Oh, fantastic. We love giveaways. Woo-hoo! What we'd like them to do, we yep. have a Facebook page for Hud Go On. Yep. Go online, go to Facebook, type in Hud Go On, H-O-D-G-O-L-A-N. Join our page. We just started it. And we will randomly select a, 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 a person who uh, 
who uh, likes our Facebook page and send out a, a box of uh, assorted chicken products. Oh, that is fantastic. I, I, so everyone, you know what to do. You don't email me. You go straight to the Facebook page. For a Hod Golan. Golan. And while you're at it, go to the Abels and Hyman Facebook page as well. Hit like, like us there. And uh, you'll let the winner know. We'll let the and winner know. And ship it out to them. Correct. It's time for Pesach. And we'll let you know who the winner is so okay, you can announce great. it on so the we'll radio. So we'll announce it on the show. On the show. For next Friday. That's Beautiful. a great is idea. It, yeah, for next Friday. For next Friday, Friday we'll have it sent out. Okay, fantastic. All right, okay. well, thank you so much. I it's hope you're going to stick around. I'll stick around. We got it. Jay's here. He's got wine. I know. He's for sure going to stick around. Okay, thank you very much for joining us. Okay. We're gonna let, you're gonna take those with us? Okay. We got an action packed show today. Alright, um, it's very exciting. I'm gonna invite Shifra Klein to come to the hot seat. <laughs> Hi Shifra! She came all the way from Brooklyn. All the way, it's not that far. I know, but it's early in the morning. Okay, she's got she's she's it's getting her like mind. Fun to drive here, you know, you drive by the airport. Think about like future trips. Future trips, yeah, like really somewhere fun. warm. Yeah, <laughs> not, I'm I not saying that because I'm sitting on top of the fridge yeah. with no, my gorgeous gourmet God sweatshirt, keeping me warm. <laughs> but I, I, I'm, you know, I'd love to go to yeah. Florida. Just warm up. It was gorgeous, like I think Monday, I know, Tuesday. Such a I know. Right, and I then know. it just got like freezing. Totally. Yesterday, and today. we're all like getting ready for Purim. I know. So, but I remember one my first two Purims in America. I think it snowed. No way. Yeah, like 22, What, what a 21. good intro. Yeah. Oh, God. My yeah. little daughter said to me the other day, when is this winter going to end? <laughs> no answer. I said, ask Enough. Hashem. Yeah. All right. You know what? It's appreciation yeah. for Chag HaAvir, for Pesach exactly, that's coming up. Exactly. And that is a good segue to talk about um, uh, our uh, Pesach edition. Now, Shifra. Yes. When you were on the show last, you and Shlomi were um, offered to do a giveaway. That's for right. our magazine. Yes. So look what I've got. Oh, that's you, so exciting. I wrote everybody's names on the ticket. On it, like, I literally put, see, a ticket with everyone's name on it who emailed me. All you had to do to win a year subscription to Joy of Kosher is email me at Naomi at Um Thank you for everybody who emailed. And I wrote your name down. And I'm, I figured it would be appropriate if you drew the winner. Oh, okay, I had cool. someone from Israel. Um, oh, that's so can we send it to them? Yeah, we can. Wait, wait. Put it in. Wait. Then I... No, put oh, that ticket back. Okay. I got the ticket from Israel. I've got to mix everybody's up. We've got to make it fair. Okay? And the winner is... We don't have a drum roll, do we? <laughs> drum roll is... Arye Blount. Arye Blount from Seattle. He's one oh, of our listeners okay, that's from so Seattle. Okay, that's <laughs> so cool. Okay, Arye Blount so from Seattle. Me his info. He could get the Pesach show. It's You're right in time. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, great. Congratulations, Aria. He's actually been a winner before, so uh, oh, he's, wow. he's probably really <laughs> excited. Congratulations to you. Yeah, that's very exciting. Um, I think he's also a chef, so oh, I, nice, I, he nice. always emails me about how much he enjoys our show, so I'm, oh, I'm so exciting. happy that he won. And yes. everyone, I'm happy that all of you write in and um, let us know that you're listening and you enjoy our giveaways. I have another giveaway uh, today. Um, this is from Masora Publications emailed me, Miriam Pascal. Pascal, I'm not sure how you say that with an American accent. Um, she emailed me this beautiful book called A Taste of Kosher. Um, it was put together by uh, a yeshiva out in uh, Monsi, I believe. Um, it's a very nice colored cookbook for Pesach. Um, I, I, I'm trying to hold up some of the gorgeous colored pictures um, for the people that are watching. Just nice, fresh ideas for Pesach. Um, so if you want this cookbook... I'll be announcing the winner this Friday, this coming Friday, in a week from today, 
So um, That's if you cool. want this gorgeous cookbook, yeah, Masora, it looks really good. Yeah, Masora will ship it to you. See, it's a busy store in Gomegla. We love it. That's the sound of a busy store. You know you're in a good place. Um, so if you want this cookbook, you know what to do. Email me at Naomi at NahumSiegel.com. I'm going to feel my phone vibrate. <laughs> my phone's here. I'm going to feel it vibrate. So Naomi at NahumSiegel.com if you want. And write in the memo line, A Taste of Pesach, and it's to anybody in the United States can t- can do this. Shifra can ship to Israel but we can't ship to <laughs> we can't. this is for the yeah. United States and I believe probably also um, with Hodgolan also anywhere in the US okay hello that's my daughter who's got the oven <laughs> okay great alright so let's put that down thank you Shifra sure. okay let's talk about your gorgeous magazine while you're in the hot seat okay. I'm so excited to talk about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> another beautiful edition thank you so much I, I mean yeah Oh, so I was privy to it's not actually out yet. No, it's going to be out on Monday. Okay, yeah. you'll come in the mail. Exactly. Um, I got my own. Just in time for Pesach. Right. It's coming on Purim. <laughs> Fantastic. Shush yeah. and Purim. Is it Shush and Purim Monday? Well, the kids have off from school, not my kids, but a lot of schools are off on Monday, so it must right. be Some, Shush and Purim. Yeah, yeah, right. Or recovery day, I'm not sure. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Um, it's really beautiful, and I Thank like you. it. It's, it's gluten-free. It's Everything. Glu- well, Pesach. It's Pesach, so right. yeah, but it's exciting because so many of the recipes you can do all the time. It's not just for Pesach, but it, it's really amazing. So, yeah, we have a lot going on there. Okay, and so, I, I, you know, usually when, when we're in the studio, I try to hold up some of the pages for the people that are on the, that are watching. But um, I love Lavana's section about, like, I call it a matzah picnic. Yeah. Because <laughs> in Australia, we That's used right. to go, everyone, you know, to hang out on, on uh, Holomo. We'd go to the zoo, we'd go to old Sydney town or something cool. And we'd always bring the boxes of matzah and everything would get yucky and mushy and right. you know and I know it's so amazing so we have asked Lavana so anybody who has any questions emails it to us and we forward it to Lavana and then we choose like the most popular question um, and she's a whole foods expert so it's right. also a little bit about nutrition yeah and so the question was on Pesach how do you go on Chalmai trips without like really worrying and and keeping in mind nutrition Right. So that was it was a really entertaining and informative article. Yeah, yeah. she's funny when when she writes, I hear it. Yeah, you hear her talking. Yeah, and her, yeah, yeah. I mean, I should her say personality her, comes yeah, through yeah, the article, can, which right. is really fun. Yeah, she's very cute. It's great. So I really like that section yeah. and the whole that whole fresh fruit. People think Pesach potatoes, meat, potatoes, meat. Yes, we love meat. Right. And we're going to do a whole meat thing over there. Shifra and I are going to take a step over to the our. Um, I love it <laughs> to our meat counter. Um, but um, I like that um, it's all about fresh fruit, the grilled pineapple tart. Right. It's just like, yeah, different ways of serving fresh fruit. So we called it like Beyond Fruit Salad. <laughs> so Beyond just like cutting up some kiwi and, and banana, which is amazing also. Yeah. It was just like creative ways of using fresh fruit. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite one of that was the stone fruit duck sauce. Make yeah. your own duck sauce. A lot of people do not buy processed food. Exactly. Um, they, they make everything from mayonnaise and people make their own potato starch. That's right. So this wa- this is a perfect recipe for somebody who doesn't buy things, you know, will try to make everything homemade. But it's also fun to, you know, make your own ingredients. I mean, a lot of people like to do it because you're then able to really know what's going on in your food. And you know, you're in charge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what's in your food, so it's healthier, feels fresher. 
Um, and it's amazing. It's such a great dipping sauce for so many things. You could cook with it. You could cook meat with it. You can use it as a dipping sauce. So, yeah, it was great. And we made everything. So we were, like, eating Pesach food, like, two months ago. <laughs> okay, but you know what? Without this whole gluten-free thing, that's Yeah, no, way... it was amazing. It didn't feel... We did not feel like it was Pesach at all. Or, like, what traditionally people would say feels like Pesach. Right. Yeah, it was great. Okay. I actually brought you something, a treat today. Oh, I owed hey. you from all the times that oh. I neglected to bring something. Okay, we're going to yeah. eat. <laughs> exactly. So that okay. was something else we did was we did um, a chocolate mousse, and we did it two ways. Okay. So, I mean, I have one way here today, but um, we did, um, chef, you know Chef Moshe Wendell from Pardas? Do I know so, yeah. Pardas? Come <laughs> on. Oh, so he makes place. this chocolate mousse dessert, and every time it's, it's really, it's not just chocolate mousse. It's way beyond that. Um, but he had posted his recipe on Facebook. And so we, like, worked it out to, like, break it down so that you don't have to use, like, 42 ounces of chocolate. It's, like, seven ounces, you know? Right. It's, it's but, um, a yeah. family-friendly exactly. size as opposed exactly. to a catering exactly. size. Okay. So I, I have that. that here today. I brought you samples of oh, chocolate mousse. Oh, great. And then um, along with it, we also did something really interesting. So the recipe is in the magazine, but it's... We call it the vegan miracle mousse. And there's this really cool idea of... Um, Water and chocolate never really mix. Like water and chocolate are right. enemies. Almost. It, seize, it yeah. seizes the chocolate. Exactly. The water, right. But this technique, with just water and chocolate, turns into chocolate mousse. <gasps> it's amazing. It's really, really, and really cool. And is that in the magazine? It's that's in the, ma- it's in the Pesach issue. One. It's amazing. I cannot yeah, wait. So um, it's really easy cool. Enough to try water It's and very chocolate. easy. Very easy, and it's just fun. It's fun to see how it works out. It's almost like an experiment. Okay. It's really cool. All right, I love yeah. it. Okay, so, so why don't we? Yeah. Yeah. You want to give it a try? Or yeah. soon? Yeah, no, try. Dessert? Or Dessert? No, okay. no, no. We well, really wait. more breakfast. Come on. This is breakfast. <laughs> I have my gourmet glut coffee. Yeah. Okay. She's lifting the lid off. Shifra's lifting the lid off of the little box she bought in. So I got these cute little spoons here. Okay. And the cute little I cups. I think they sell it's amazing. all this kind I know. of stuff here in gourmet glut. It's glad. amazing, they, yeah. I, I can smell the chocolate. Um, I'm, can I hold one up? Yeah. Look sure. at these. She made them in cute little shot glasses. Can these be made ahead in advance and frozen so, or not really? Um, they could. You just have to cover it, you know, seal it, okay. and that's for you. All right. Now I'm going to try because you know I love to eat. Okay. Okay. It's par, right? It's par. And which chocolate did you and, use? And um, for this recipe, I used, um, I actually got it here also. In Gomega? Yeah, the yes. Shufra baking chocolate. Shufra, okay. Okay. Oh, Shufra, Shufra. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shufra comes to shop in Gomega from Brooklyn. That's so cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> it's so love chocolate mousse. Oh, okay. <gasps> this yeah. is outstanding. Okay, I'm not going to be too gushy on the air. Mm. Oh, this is so good. One more bite. Mm. And the fun thing is that is that it's made with extra virgin olive oil. So there's no, I like, margarine. I cannot believe there's olive oil it's in here. Oil. I never use margarine. No, but it's extra virgin, and you don't get that, like, strong flavor. So it's oh really amazing. Oh, my God. Fantastic. If we can pass this yeah, around to our Nakam Single Network crew, because they're all going to want to try this. Okay, we got food. <laughs> <laughs> we love That's to right. eat. Thank you, Miriam. Chocolate. We love it. Pass around. Hello. Moishi Shonfro from Aussie's Fish has just come over. We're having a wave. Okay. Absolutely fantastic. And Thank you can you. find this in the latest edition. It's in the Pesach issue. It's going to be Pesach out next issue week. Coming yeah. out on Monday. If you want to order it, um, you can go Joyofkosher. online. Com. And then order the magazine. That's right. Shifra, let's go walking. We're going to yeah, take cool. a trip. Okay. Oh. I'm going to go this way. Okay. No problem. You're going to go to... Um, I'm just making sure I don't take the tablecloth down with me. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to change? Um, can I? 
All right. <laughs> I'm just slipping into a pair of Australian Ugg boots because we're on top of the fridge. Okay. And apparently I have uh, lost the feeling in my feet. So I'm going to just slip into a pair of Ugg boots because we're going from the fridge to the freezer. Okay. We're going to walk right over here. Just, Shifra, be careful. Okay. We have set up here a meat buffet. So this is amazing. A raw meat buffet. Thanks to Shifra and Rabbi Wallowick. <laughs> okay, it's all good. From Rabbi Wallowick, um, Rabbi Beryl Wallowick, he's the meat manager here, right here in Gobekland. Any cut of meat um, that you want, or a specialty cut, anything they'll prepare for you. I like my chicken cutlets prepared in a certain way for my customers. They do it for me. Everything is a pleasure for them. They do it with a smile on their face and they're happy to answer questions or how do you cook this piece of meat or that piece of meat, you know, so they're always happy to talk to you and they even have recipe cards by the meat section. So Shifra, I, I want to ask you, you know, in, the, in, in this edition of Joy right. of Kosher, um, you have a whole meat section. So really what we did was sort of, in my mind, we made a, like, we condensed what you can make, like, a whole 300-page book about into a two-page article. Fantastic. And so, it, yeah, with, with the help of Rabbi Volovic from, um, from Gourmet Glot. And um, what we did was we had divided the kosher part of the, the cow into the different cuts. And then we have the different pic- the pictures of each and every single cut that you'll find in the butcher. And there's a code under each one, and then there's like this graph on the side, and it tells you which way to best prepare each cut of meat. So it sort of gives you an overview as to how to do everything. It's like if you're not into cooking or, you know, you don't, you know, it's worth getting the magazine just to have this guide. Like it's really amazing, you know, because a lot of times if you know like the idea behind how to do something, you don't need to open up a recipe book every time you want to do it. You have that confidence and, you know, that idea. You can find yeah. your inner exactly. personal chef and, and, uh, and exactly. uh, ex- experiment. Um, we have in front of us, uh, Rabbi Wallowick prepared for us uh, a bunch of different gorgeous meats in, in front of us. Um, I actually have here my Abels and Hyman pastrami. Oh, that, wow. um, Seth brought in for me this morning, which we're going to be using um, in our uh, demonstration, which we're going to do in a little bit. You see a pan here? We're going to be doing pastrami hamantaschen. Okay, so I'm just going to set that aside. And I put half of this when I was developing the recipe for for these hamantaschen. So I didn't eat all of this big piece. I put the other half of my cholent. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Um, Where are you? It was unbelievable. (laughs) There was not enough. There was not enough. I it adds so much flavor. I could have used double the size. So uh, thank you. All right. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit. This is a question that I get asked a lot. Okay. Brisket. Jewish people love to eat brisket. Yeah. It's a really traditional. It, it's so traditional. Cut of meat. Um, but then there's the first cut and the second cut. Yeah. So. I, I, what's the difference? I don't even know. It's really from. It's really the way it's cut. You know. Um, it's just different parts of the brisket. Uh, the first cut is leaner. Like, even if you look at it, you see that there's much less um, fat going through it. There's much less, of you know, white lines going through it. So this While is the second, second cut, cut, yeah, is much is mu- has much more marbling. That's right. And um, as a result, they're both cooked the same way, basically. Okay. You braise it 
which means you cook it for a, for, on Low a lower slow? temperature for a long time, you know, somewhat three covered. Three hours. Like at three least three hours. hours. Yeah, that's right. You can do it on Even the stovetop. Even if it's top. a small piece, like sometimes I'll get a small piece and yeah. the recipe calls for three hours for a five-pound piece. Does that mean for three, for a three-pound piece I still cook it for three yes, hours? Yes, yes, you do. Okay, I've always wanted to know that. Yeah. Thank you. You just, I mean, I like to put it in like appropriate size pans so it doesn't get like lost in like this huge oh, pan. snug. Yeah, exactly. Snug, exactly. Know, like make it feel comfortable. <laughs> Make the meat but, fit yeah, in, get exactly. Okay, so this so is it's really just um, I I would say like also if you're worried about you know dry meat or whatever or something like that, then just go with a second cut. You could have more confidence in terms of like letting it go a little bit longer. It has more marbling, so you could take more of a chance with it. But they're both amazing cuts of meat. Uh huh. So the first cut is just leaner. I uh, you I know I know that you have difference. a section in in your book. In the magazine this week, uh, this edition coming up, about cooking with wine. Yes. So I cook a lot of my briskets with beer because beer is a tenderizer. That's right. And so I love onions and beer. Actually, exactly. Susie Fishbein has a recipe um, in her cookbook, one of them, uh, one of her seven or eight or nine, I love her books, um, with using beer and brisket. And that's the one I make the most because... Yeah, it's, it's like melts. It melts, yeah. So it's also like about cooking it right. You can just do something simple, but right. then it's it still melts. You don't which eat is amazing. brisket with at a hundred internal temperature of 135 no, degrees. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And brisket is also amazing. Like if you have any leftovers, you know, you just shred it up, and you can make a pulled beef sandwich. Oh. Oh, you can put I it love like barbecue sauce. Yeah. Also, now what's really fun is people use um, sort of like Boston lettuce or bib lettuce, and you can make lettuce cups. I did and that that's like dinner. a carb-free option. It's really fun. I, I did that for dinner. Oh yeah. All this, I always have it's leftover really chicken yeah, from yeah. the chicken soup. I see oh, my daughter here, idea. and she's laughing in the background. <laughs> um, but it's really cute. She takes. I take all the leftover chicken from the chicken yeah. soup, and I just saute with all the Asian spices, and I wrap it up in exactly. a lettuce cup. Exactly. It's amazing. Oh, so cute. Yeah. I like the idea of doing. And the lettuce actually makes it taste great. Like I feel like it enhances. Yes, it adds a crunch. It's great. Okay, so let's move on to this one here. What's this so one? So this is a kosher filet mignon. Okay, um, it's mignon. basically the ribeye. Um, if you see over here, there's like a flap around it. There's a flap around. So this piece a ribeye would basically just have the flap continue and the bone. Okay. And then you should the flap actually when they cut it, it's called a surprise steak, or oh, the, yes. when you're in a restaurant, or yes. even here you can find it. Um, and it's like a really, really tender, amazing cut of meat. Now, do you eat this medium This is rare? also, this is, uh, yeah, this is, so there's two b- basic ways of cooking meat. So there's like, you cook it, um, lo- you know, long and slow, let it braise in liquid, or sort of use dry heat, like either roast it, um, or pan sear it with nothing but a little bit of olive oil, or That's just grill it, grill it on a hot grill. So this is like a dry heat type of cooking. You re- that would make it taste the best. Um, and really the favorite way to prepare it is up to like a medium, you know, medium rear. 135 yeah, exactly. internally. Oh, yum. That so, like yeah, for dry, yeah, yeah, for cuts, for meats that need dry heat, that you want to cook it like medium, it's really great at home to have a meat thermometer because then you can really see um, exactly if you got it. To, you know, you're always scared. You don't want to like underdo it. But then you don't want to overdo it. We did a show. So it makes such a difference. <laughs> we did a um, show at AHC. When you were there, I think, uh, yeah. back in November, you know, d- we did a segment on um, cooking meat with the r- to the right temperature yeah. using a probe. Okay. A lot That's of right. a lot of ovens that. have exactly. probes. So, and you if know, your oven doesn't have a probe, you could get a meat thermometer for like $10. It's <laughs> right. not yeah, expensive. Yeah, yeah. They even have them here it's in Gourmet Glad. I saw them oh, in the awesome. racks. They've got everything here in Gourmet Glad. But so, they yeah, have this little, it's, I think it's like three bucks. Yeah, you stick it in. It exactly. measures the internal temperature. Okay. And then also another tip for such a cut of meat is uh, to let it rest after you cook it. 
So that makes a right, huge difference. Yes. So my dad loves to cut into the meat right yeah. away as soon as it comes out in the oven. So when you grill, and a, my yeah. mum screams at him. Let it rest. <laughs> That's right, because like when you grill a piece of meat, you want to let the juices redistribute into the meat so that it doesn't. When you cut into it, if you cut into it the second you cook it, all the juices are gonna leave the meat and like disappear. So so it rests, rests, and rests, yeah. and then it re. Uh, absorbs exactly. all the juices and it's really that's the best way to do it let's talk about this stunning gorgeous yeah it's a gorgeous rib, standing yeah. rib roast this is I love how they pre- prepare it prepare it in gourmet glut with the bone sticking out I think the bones are the best part as soon as I finish cutting it off it, it has string I don't know if you can people can see the string but the string wrapped around they cut the bone off and then they re it back on makes it tender succulent juicy exactly this the bones add yeah, flavor what this is my kind of meat. Yeah, it's really, and really awesome. Um, and this is also similar to the filet mignon, the kosher filet mignon, you would say. Um, the standing rib roast also benefits from a dry heat type of cooking. So um, what you would do is put it in a roasting pan. You want to, you can spice it whichever way you want. Um, we did a recipe in the Pesach issue with garlic and herbs and oh, salt and yep. pepper. It was amazing. Uh, but you can just do salt and pepper even. If you cook it right, it's unbelievable. I did a cooking class at La Marais many, many years ago. And, and the, the, the French uh, meat chef there said salt and a little olive oil. And I see Mendy is agreeing with me. <laughs> Just salt and olive oil, and it was really magnificent. So Yeah, you keep it simple. The product is amazing, and if you cook it right, you really don't need right, a lot. You don't want to drown out yeah. all the other flavors. You really you like you appreciate you really, the flavors yeah. of the meat. Okay, so moving right along, so, we want to yeah. get these last two in before our cooking demo. Okay. So we've got, a what's this one? So that's a pot roast. It's from the Chuck portion of the cow is that like a california roast and, as well um sim- it's it's similar it's just cu- it's different different ways to cut the chuck okay um it has a little bit of a bone this is amazing for um chalent ah. unbelievable I should try um that. and it's amazing for a pot for to, to basically braise upon on the oven or cook on in a for a very long time um, it's a really amazing cut of meat. Like, there's so much you could do with it. I like the marbling. Yeah, it's a little yeah. fattier, but that, that's So that's why, like, cooking it for a marbling. long time makes the meat melt in your mouth. It's amazing. And that's why it's great for challenge, because it could, it not only, like, is it, it benefits from all that time sitting right. in the crock pot uh, or uh, on the stovetop. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm a big fan of flunking in the chalent, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try it with that. It's probably a little yeah, different. Yeah, it is different. Yeah, okay. it is different. Something you'd and try. And also, a tip for chalent meat is to chunk to cut it in big chunks. Like, you don't want to put tiny chunks of meat. If you leave it, like, bigger, it's more tender at the ends. Oh, there you go. And our last piece of meat that we're going to talk about is... The London London broil. Love it. Summertime. Eventually, we're going to hit summer when this weather gets warmer. This is what I put on my barbecue Friday afternoon for every single Shabbos lunch. Yeah, so the London broil is such a versatile cut of meat. There's so many things you could do with it. And it also benefits more from a dry type of heating and, like, a very, like cook it fast and, and, you know, fast and hot. Um, you can marinate it and then put it on the grill. You can pan sear it. You can roast it. Um, and like other like other cuts of meat, you want to let it rest before you slice into yeah. it. I don't, um, when I make mine Friday afternoon, yeah. I don't actually slice it till the next day. Till oh, that's so smart. Morning. Yeah, that's right. And also a tip before you grill meat or pan fry it or roast it is to bring the meat to room temperature. If the meat is even, is at an even temperature, it's going to cook evenly. Um, if it's not, it's not going to cook as evenly. I just started to do that. Yeah, and it I makes did a notice, difference. Yeah. I did notice a big change in, in the quality of the meat, yeah. in, the, in the quality of the cooking. I would just, you know, marinate it, throw it in the oven, you know, right, from right the away from the fridge to the, the oven. oven. I now let it come to room temperature and then I throw it into the oven. That's right. 
and that's a great it ensures like even cooking right Mm, yum yum okay (laughs) i wish we could make all these recipes today but you know we uh had such a big education from you because i I think these are questions that people uh all ask a lot i just noticed that we left out the ribs so those are the spear ribs we can't we can't leave those yeah and if you see like there's so much marbleization on that also and that also benefits from like a long and slow type of heating um this this type of cut you basically you can cover it and you can even do it in the oven you cover it um in a dish with some liquid or spices and just cook it on 350 for three hours our first show we did in gourmet glut we did some ribs we let it cook and then it's amazing yeah it It was and then if you want to get your meat like to have that like um like great texture on the outside um, you can brown it before you braise it and okay, that's a why great do we tip do that? Why so do we do that? It, it enhances the, it really enhances the flavor of the meat um, and it gives it that like it, it takes it a step above you know it's like and I found like um, basically you just a, a shortcut to do it is like I sort of do it at the end instead of the beginning um, at the end when the meat is ready I just like put the oven on to broil and like get that nice brown crust around it so that's a sort of shortcut but um, it really benefits the meat to give it that sear before you cook it for a long time. Okay, and that's with any cut? Well, or, it, it's with a cut spis- that needs long and slow cooking. Okay. Well, you're a brisket. Ready, a brisket, the ribs, the pot roast, um, the you second cut, the chuck roast. You wouldn't do it with that. Well, that you're already doing it with the way you're cooking it. You're cooking okay. it on 450 for a half hour. Right. And then you're lowering the temperature. And, and for every pound of meat, it's 20 minutes. That's for a standing rib roast. There you go. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you, Shifra, for coming in. I really appreciate it. Another show together. All right, great. great. I can't wait till our Shavua show. (laughs) I know, and I can't wait to see your pastrami hamantasha. I know, right. So stick around. We're going to make them right now. Oh, that's awesome. All right, thank you very much. You can stick around or you can... I'm going to watch from the the other side. (laughs) Thank you so much. Okay, thank you, thank you, Shifra. Okay, I'm just going to get my gear in place. Maybe we can um, move the meat away so we can... um, Just putting on my gloves. So as I mentioned uh, a little b- earlier uh, in the show, Hodgolan is a sponsor of Table for Two and Abel's and Hyman Meats. And I'm always looking for something different to do uh, with their amazing products. And I thought with Purim coming up and I saw incredible uh, homentation recipes on blogs, on Facebook pages. I've seen them milk it up. Now I've made my fleshy homentation, a pie with cheese, with sushi. They have sushi homentation even. So we've, we've seen it all. It's all fabulous. Um, so now we're going to try our version of pastrami homentation. We're just clearing away the meat. It's going to go back. Okay, we're going to leave a little? Well, they're pretty. Okay. So we have our beautiful piece of uh, pastrami. This is the pastrami plate. Do you want to join me? Let's talk a little. Let's get Seth back on. <laughs> Come on, let's make let's make these together. Let's have some fun. Okay. Okay, let me just make sure that I've got all my gear in front of me. Okay, and we're actually going to cook these now, and we're going to send it down to the kitchen here in Gomeglat. Um, they let me a pan. This is a specialized pan from... It's um, very sentimental to the Hapanash family because this is one of the first pans they bought when they started the business way back when. It's an old, so it's kind of like, you know, has a bit of history to it. And they said, please be very careful. Make sure it goes right back to the Hapanash team here in Gomeglat. So we've got to take very good care of this. Let's talk a little bit about this gorgeous piece of pastrami. What kind of meat is this? This is... Uh uh, plate pastrami. The plate comes from the navel, which is the belly 
of the animal. So this is also known as navel pastrami? Navel pastrami, exactly. You know what I like about yours? It's not very fatty at all. Well, that's one of the nice things. Uh, uh, The navel pastrami should have a a certain amount of fat because that helps give it its taste, Uh, but we're very selective about the pieces that we use as well. Okay, well, this is really lovely because sometimes you buy a navel pastrami and it's like, ugh, half fat. Right. And you pay for that fat. This is just a solid piece of gorgeous meat. Okay. I'm going to slice it up. Look, have a look. You see it still has a little fat in there, enough to give it some taste. Okay, so I'm going to slice it as thin as I can. I bought all the products I'm using today are bought from Gourmet Glut, including like the knife, the cutting mat, the measuring spoons. I'm just going to take one more piece. And this is what I did last week as I used half that you sent me in my hamatashin. And the other half in your chulip. the other half in my chulip. What could be wrong go bad with that okay so i'm just going to put that over there okay this is going to be i call this the splash zone like it like at um sea world okay i'm going to take my onion my pan is nice and hot let's make it even hotter i'm taking a, a half an onion or one small onion sprayed my pan my pan with pan whoops it's hard to cook with gloves on i'm not one of those people that cooks with gloves at home. This knife is great. There is nothing like a brand new knife. Keeps everything nice and sharp and clean. And believe it or not, a sharp knife prevents accidents. When you're trying to cut an onion with a blunt knife, that's when you have a dull knife. That's when you have accidents. Okay, so we're just, this is such a simple recipe and it's great as a meat spread. Like if you want a sandwich, you make a big batch of this. Oh, it's hard to cut my onion so professionally with gloves on. Don't okay. worry about it. <laughs> okay. You hear the sizzle? Can you put the microphone near that? Can we hear the sizzle? That is the best sound in the kitchen. Love that sizzle. Okay. Just going to stir it. Okay. And we could use... You have many other kinds of products, right? Besides... Um, pastrami. Daily, besides pastrami. If someone right. didn't want to... Go with pastrami. You could use corned beef. You could take a salami or you could take, uh, we make the turkey products as well. Okay, now I'm going to slice up. I made strips of this um, pastrami and now I'm just going to very easily cut through it. A little bit of pressure. Great knife, makes it light work. And these knives aren't even expensive. You know, it doesn't matter where you spend $50 a knife, $5 or $500. Keeping it sharp is the key. I love when I go down to my Pesach kitchen and, you know, those knives only get used, you know, two, three weeks a year. It's in my house. Pesach is three weeks because I'm busy preparing and cooking for Pesach for my customers. Um, But they they stay sharp because you're not using them every single day. So it's nice to have something really sharp and delicious to use in your, and yeah, I would call a knife delicious. Okay, my pastrami, in. Now, at this point, I would add in, and the recipe's actually on my blog on theaussiegourmet.com, I would add in some beer because beer is fabulous in cooking. Correct. It gives such an Australian flavor. It's too bad your audience can't actually be in the store. Well, they can if they wanted to. They can come down to Gourmet Glot, but the aroma that is coming off of this pan is incredible. It's unreal, right? Yes. It's unreal. Do you guys smell it, Jay? Do you smell it? Oh. Okay, we're going to have some of this with our fabulous wines. We're going to go straight into our wine pairing after this. Okay, very easy. Onions, p- 
pastrami. If you, ha- I can- what well, could more. be wrong? You could just eat this. <laughs> We're going to market this. We're going to brand it, throw it in a bag, and sell it. That, that's a great idea. But you know what would be nice? Throw this into a potato salad. Yes. Oh, my God. There we go. Potato Pastrami and fried onions in a potato salad. You could not go wrong with that. Okay. Now... You know, I don't think you can go wrong with pastrami with anything. <laughs> anytime. The Bess Yakov cookbook. Um, love that cookbook. Has a lot of pastrami recipes. Pastrami and rice and pastrami and potatoes and pastrami and wontons. And, yeah. So this is our version. Our recipe. Okay. So now we're going to... We, Add in some mayonnaise Ooh. and some soy sauce. Give that a mix. Woo! The steam is rising. And what does the mayonnaise do for it? It just makes it creamy. And honey. A little honey for a little kick of sweetness. Ugh. Have we got that honey drizzling? I'm a big fan of the honey bear. On I, on uh, Rosh Hashanah, we don't have one of those beautiful apples, silver apples or glass apples. We just use the honey bear just because we like it and it's easy. And he's so cute. Okay. And, of course, we need s- – I love sweet heat. Okay. So some of the sushi rolls at Simply Sushi are spicy with a little sweetness. So we have our honey and a drop of sriracha. So now we mix that in. The recipe's basically done. Now we have this almost like a meat paste. And you don't have to use the navel. You, you could, could use any cut. You could use any cut. You could get it from the deli counter. Correct. You can buy it in packages. Package already sliced. So we're just so lucky that we're able to have you bring it in today mm. for us. And Okay, so now we've got this. I don't know if people can see on the camera. We've got this like delicious meat paste that is going to be going inside our wonton. See, I... I even prepared a little bit of um, deli that, sliced, that's from, sliced up already. So that's what it would look like. Okay. So now the I'm just going to switch my gloves to a new pair. And I'm going to grab the wontons. Which, oh, they're right there with the, with the deli meat. Switching my gloves because I don't want to get the outside of the... Okay, Seth, if you could just pass me... Tin? Yeah, a tin pan. Okay, these gloves are big. Okay, great, thank you. Okay, very easy. Got my tin pan or my baking sheet lined with parchment paper. Big fan of parchment paper. Makes everything so easy. I'm just going to lower my heat over here. Give that a little stir. Smells so good. <laughs> just grab a fork. Okay, I'm taking my round wonton wrappers available in the freezer section. You do have to plan. It's the only thing you need to plan in advance is you have to let these defrost for a little bit, okay? So I'm just, I'm, I'm actually just going to use my fingers. I'm going to grab a little bit of meat. It's hard to work through these gloves. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to fold over. Can you guys see what I'm doing on the, on the camera that's picking it up? I'm not pinching the sides because if you pinch the sides, it was falling apart. So I'm just going to fold over the edges. Ugh. You know what else is great in these little wonton wrappers? Yeah. If you take a piece of chicken, a chunk of white meat. Yeah. And some Abelsenheim and Kishka. <gasps> yes. Ah, nice. And you fry it up. And you, and you can put that inside there. Could, uh, Kishka homitashin. Oh, my God. You heard it here first. Mirim El Wallach. That was funny. 
Okay. Okay, so now I'm going to grab another one. I'm going to do the same thing again. I got my round hamantasha. Now my fingers, I tried to avoid that, but it was too hard. I'm putting a little bit in the middle. I'm going to break that piece up a little bit. So I'm folding over and I'm letting it, um, I'm trying to get that hamantasha shape by folding it over and not pinching it up like you would do with like a cake dough. Okay. There you go. A gorgeous, gorgeous Beautiful. pastrami hamantaschen. Now, for the sake of the show, I'm not going to stand here and make 75 because we've got a great show going on here. But just to finish it off, the pastrami, can we see the pastrami in the, the hamantaschen in the, in, the, uh, in the pan? And then what I do is I just spray it. See, I'm trying to, whoops, I'm just trying to keep the, um, make you a little healthier. So there are two ways to do this. We could... We could pan fry these um, in a little bit of oil just up to the sides of these uh, wonton wrapper so it gets crispy. But we want to be a little bit health conscious because I do get a lot of questions about this. If we can bake it, yes, you can bake this. I made this last Friday night and I baked the wonton wrappers. And even though I did like two, three hours before we ate it, I thought it might be like it was a bit of a test. Um, and they turned out delicious. So, Not surprised. <laughs> so these are very easy to make. Uh, I've been getting phone calls all week about this. This appeared in the Jewish home last week, and I've been getting phone calls all week about it. So um, I hope everybody's enjoying And where, where do they buy the wonton wrappers I've been getting? So I decided um, I, put all the blo- I put it all on my blog, and I tell everyone, Gome Glatt carries them. So I pastrami hamantasha. We're going to send those off to crisp up a little bit, and we're going to try to have some samples. Very good. A little bit. Okay, great. Excellent. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, we're going to move back to our table because we have Jay Booksbaum waiting, waiting for us with some wine. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Off you go. Jay, why don't you grab a seat? Let's I'm make some room for you. We'll leave our beautiful food behind. We're just walking, walking over back to our table. Okay. We've got a very full table here today. It's we've had chocolate mousse, we have cheese eight, uh, cheese hamantaschen. Okay, fantastic. Wow. I wish we had what is that smell-o-vision? Smell-o-vision. <laughs> I wish they had smell-o-vision. You, you guys, I mean anybody out there who's not here, I feel bad for you because I'm smelling this stuff and it's enough of a meal in my nose. I know, right? It's great. You know, it got my glutz great and and uh, we have lots of great food. <laughs> uh, lots of great food here to buy and try, but there's nothing better than having a nice wine party, Erev. You bet, you bet. Now, we've talked about this a lot, about, you know, you've asked me questions about what's, a, what's the big deal about glasses? Right, we, we spoke so about that. So I brought that. them. I right. brought them to show you the differences. Right, because we, when I had you on a few weeks ago but before the Kosher Food and Wine Show, you brought in uh, the, the team from Bezela Hagolan, and right. that was where the, uh, this idea came up from. Yeah, they were very upset that we were tasting it out of plastic cups, remember? Uh, right. So I said, Jay, that's a great idea for a show. So I thought, perfect for this show here in Gourmet Glass. People can watch and stand around and look at the gorgeous glasses. And this is Jay's own stemware. Yes, yes. Jay's this actually I bought for our wedding. <gasps> and thank God I'm married over 30 years. I can't <laughs> tell you exactly how many because if I get it wrong, Brenda's going to kill me, you know. Um, but... Um, this is from this is from Italy. Now this is the right glass, but also the wrong glass, and I'll explain that in a moment. Okay. And this is the red wine glass. All right. This is actually a um, a wine glass that comes from uh, Robert Mondavi. It's a Waterford, 
By the way, this is also a Waterford champagne glass. It's and it's called a glass. flute. It's called a flute. Okay? And we'll, you know, that's because it's like a flute, you know? It's thin and long. And this is finally a wine glass, an all-purpose wine glass. And this comes from uh, originally uh, Riedel, which is one of the best producers of glass. That's what they use glasses. in the kosher food and wine show. That kind of glass. That it's an all-purpose glass. glass. But mainly it's a white wine glass, okay? okay. And let's start with... Let's start with the champagne. And by the way, this is a great time. Uh, we're using uh, Drapier Champagne. The it's best. a non-kosher. It's the Did best. I say non-kosher? Yeah. Yeah. It's a non-kosher champagne. <gasps> what Not did you really. say? This is a kosher food and wine <laughs> yes, show. Yes, I know. Don't it's tell actually that. a non-kosher producer of champagne that makes a small batch of kosher cuvee just for the Jewish community right. and so kosher consumers. Right. It's a private consumers. run. For it's a private us. run, really. For and us. it's the same for as the, the non-kosher people. label packaging. And uh, he actually says he thinks the kosher cuvee is a higher quality. Oh, there you go. What does so cuvee mean? I'm cuvee sorry. means blend. Blend, there you or go. We, we like to learn as much as we can. There you go. Now, you can notice I want to teach you how to properly open a bottle of champagne. This is called a cage. You cage. counterclockwise. And at this point, it's a little awkward because I got the mic in front of me. Oh, but at this point, you always it? have to. Okay? I'm good. I'm good. At this point, you always have to keep this uh Covered with your hand. Now, here's where people make another mistake. Don't turn the 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 cork. Turn the bottle. Oh. You can focus in. I just turn the bottle. You see that? Okay. No pressure, Jay. No pressure. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Second best sound in cooking besides the sizzle. Is a little smoke coming off? Can you get that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Now. What is that smoke? That That's uh, CO2. It's carbon dioxide hitting the air and turning into, you know, like the smoke that when you get when you go, you know, in a cold weather. So like here you right go. here? Look at that. You know, they call that, that bubbling, they call that the mousse or the sparkle. Okay. And if you take a look at the sparkle. Okay. Now, I'm starting with the champagne first because meals start with champagne first. Oh, yeah? And you take a look. Now, the reason why it's both the right glass and the wrong glass, it's the right glass because it's very focused. It, there's not a lot of surface area to the to the champagne or the wine, and that's good because because it's sparkling. You don't want the. Uh, it's a yeah. busy store. Busy it's a store. busy store. You don't want it to uh, you don't want it to escape. So that's why this is the right glass, but it's the wrong glass because you want to see as much of the bubbles as you can. So you can see it why through is the that crystal because you want it. The more bubbles and the tinier the bubbles and the color of the glass of the of the wine is what tells you a lot about it. And we'll do that another time. Okay. And then we'll you put your nose show. in. Here, put your nose in. Oh. And so that's Fine. why it's yeah, important. Yeah, delicious. I, that, now let's go to this big whiff of delicious champagne. We're going to try that soon, okay. right, Jay? Now. In the case of red white wine, uh -huh. we're using a Baron Herzog Chardonnay. Comes from Clarksburg. From the first time, for the first time, from their own vineyards. I don't know if you can tell. I'm going to put in a little bit in the glass. And the reason you have a more notice the difference between these two glasses. This is a big, wide, open glass with lots of space on the bottom. This is more focused, less focused than the champagne, but more focused. And the reason is because, and you see how it comes together at the top. The reason is because you want to get, you want to get the, um, you want to get the full f aromas of it. Uh, so, and because it's cold, wine is served cold. There's less aromas, as you could tell when you heat something up, the aromas come out. Yeah. But with white wine, you're chilling it, so there's less aroma. So you don't need to smell it. So, you, well, you want to get the smell, but you want to taste it cold. Ah. So this focuses the smell better. 
Oh, to the face. Right, to oh. the face. So you do this, which yeah. exposes more of the surface. She's swirling. Jay is swirling for the people the that are listening. And Jay then is again, swirling. you put your nose in. And you smell it. Go okay, ahead. swirl. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Now, if you put that into a, and I'll show you, if you put that in this kind of cup, okay. for example, you wouldn't get that focus. You wouldn't get that aromatics. And let's try that, actually. Okay, let's try that. I want to try the drapier soon. <laughs> you know, they've sold out really fast at the... So smell these side by side, and you tell me where you get the better smell. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to smell for the people that um, are not watching the, our listeners. It's not smell-o-vision. Okay. Hey, wait a That's second. right. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not working. No, no, they can't smell. Okay, so you want me to smell each one. I'm going to smell wine, the same wine in both cups. Right. One is a glass cup, one is a plastic cup. Okay, I'm now going to smell from the glass. Very aromatic. Oh, my, my salivary glands are going. Woo! I don't smell anything from the plastic. There you go. That's crazy. Isn't that great? <gasps> so it shows you that enjoying wine from the proper glass enhances the whole experience. Ooh, nice. Okay, great. And you know what? We're going to do the same thing with the champagne. I gave you a plastic glass, and now okay. I'm going to give you a, a real champagne I, I, glass. You don't swirl again, champagne. Again, it's more focused on top, less focused there. Okay. Much more intense from yeah. the champagne. There is there is smell, I guess, but yeah, not there's as much. a little smell. Now, do, does it taste different? You tell me. Okay, so I'm gonna try. I'll Remember try from the plastic. I don't. Okay, they're all hagafen. Yes, so you only make one bracha. Okay, I'm gonna keep more. in mind everything I've done already. Yeah. <laughs> taste it from the two different. Okay, ones. so this is the. I'm beach. gonna taste from the glass and from the plastic cup. Amen. Delish. Delicious, yeah. but much more pungent, if yeah. that's a word. Full a of flavor. Full of flavor from the glass. Yeah. Mmm, this is delicious. With a nice piece of grilled fish. There you go. This would be a fabulous. A fatty fish probably is good for that. Like, um, like Chili a Chilean sea bass. Yeah, something with, with some guts to it. Okay, so now I'm going to try it with the champagne. I'm going to drink the champagne, drapier champagne from the beautiful glass and from the plastic cup. It's a plastic flute. Hello, Honey Friedman. <laughs> okay. Wow, I love Drapier. If you're looking for champagne for Purim... Definitely Drapier. This is the one. Ooh. They're both so good. But I, I'm, I'm not tasting a huge difference, but the one in the glass is just that much more. A little bit more, yeah. Okay, mm. now let's do the okay. last one. The red this wine. This is a red wine. Let's put this on the side. Let's put this next to it. And let's give me give me those two glasses so we could show you know yep, continue to absolutely put it right in front of that. Do you know what I had last night? I went to the wine store to buy some wine for Purim and a duet, the jeunesse. Am I oh, saying it yeah. right? You told me how to Jeunesse. pronounce it. Jeunesse, the duet was unreal. It's a white wine. Can I give that a shout out? And of sure, course, the orange muscat, which yeah. everybody knows I love. But that was they were really nice. If you're looking for a nice white wine, um, very fruity, try the duet. You know what? What uh, one of the mistakes that some people make when a big red wine glass like this is they'll fill it up too much. Even for an entire serving, you shouldn't do more than about this much. Oh, really? And I the reason is because you want to you want to be able to expose again as much of the wine to the air as possible. And we're doing that by swirling it. Okay. And again. Oh, let's let's let everybody smell that. Can you smell that out there in TV <laughs> Can you land? smell that out there? Yeah, no. And I'm going to give this to you as well. Okay, I'm going to. I can't wait to smell this one. 
What am I drinking? What is in this bottle? This is, this is, oh, I'm sorry. This is Herzog Alexander Valley Cabernet. It's their reserve series. Uh, Joe Herleman does a great job oh, in making the wine, and the Herzogs do a great job in bringing it to us. Okay. All right. So we're going to do the okay. same thing, only this time cool. we're going to use a different plastic glass. This is Fancier huge. one. I don't think I've ever drink, drunk, drinking, drunk from a red, real red wine glass. This is... Not only is it, a you know, it's hat. not only from, it's not only fun from the sensory point of view, both smell and taste, but it's also fun from, you know, come on, how, it isn't that great having that dinner? Than yeah. I would have expected well, it to. T- taste it with, you know, differently. Smell it first on the cup. This tastes not good <laughs> compared to same wine. From a glass. Same exactly wine. the same wine. I don't like it from the plastic cup, and I really. I don't say I love it because I love red wine. I don't love red. Uh, I love white wine. I'm not a massive red wine drinker, but this is delicious from the proper glass. Having another sip, it's unbelievable. Who'd have thought that that makes that a amazing? difference? I cannot drink kiddish wine out of a metal cup. I always make my husband pour mine off there into a go. glass, <laughs> even cream malaga. So there you go. There you have it. The difference between uh, drinking wine from cups or glasses, regular kind of water glasses, to champagne, flute, white wine glass, red wine, really good red wine glass, and makes a big difference in all three, doesn't it? It's and I want to give a shout-out to sure. A.J. Madison. Hopefully he'll become a sponsor one day of yours. Okay, that sounds good. What does A.J. Madison do? A.J. Madison uh, sells refrigerators and stuff like that, but one of the things he sells is wine closets, Let's temperature control wine closets. Can we talk closets. about that for a sure. minute? Because that sounds... Michael Gross, great you guy. See, you see this a lot um, in people's houses, wine fridges. Right. Like, I, I, is it that necessary? You can't stick well, it in I, the garage you know, fridge? You're putting me on the spot because <laughs> the, the people in the wine fridge business are going to kill me by what I'm about to say. The answer is yes, it's a very good idea, especially if you have an apartment in Manhattan or you don't have a cellar that's got a regular, uh, stable temperature that doesn't... Uh, it doesn't fluctuate more than two or three degrees. But if you have a space in your house that's below ground, that doesn't fluctuate, and that's not easy to say. Right, It doesn't yep. fluctuate between two and three degrees, more than two or three degrees, summer or winter, and that's dark and dry uh, with some humidity, and I'll get into that another time, uh, then that's that suffices. That's good. But, yes, those wine fridges are fantastic. Uh, you got to make sure still they're not near vibration. you got to make sure they're really? not near light. Correct? No movement? No Why movement. should be near movement? That's correct. You don't want to you don't want to vibrate those uh, molecules in the bottle, and it causes aging. So shake and not stir. Shake and not stir. Does not apply to wine. No, that applies to, to martinis. Yeah, martinis, <laughs> and I'm ready to have one right after this. Okay, no well, last week we had a hummantinis. Hummantinis. What they put in flour? I mean, what? no, no, no. It was um, crushed up hummantash and around the rim of the glasses, oh, I see. and then um, we made cocktails cool. inside. That it was cool. very cool, and then they actually decorated the the cup with like mustaches, oh, glitter. That's really it was very cool. Cute. Uh, cool. was for our Purim show. That was Honey Applebaum from Busy in Brooklyn wow. who did that for us. So, so there you go. If anybody else uh, you know at home would like me to demonstrate this for them, you can always get me at. Uh, yeah, you can get me you? through you. You can get me through me. J the letter J Booksbaum B U C H S B A U M at Kedem dot com. I'd be more than happy to um, to do any you know to do it. And I hope you listen. Most importantly, and this is the proudest yes. show that I do is what I did yesterday morning. With with Nachum. With Nachum. And that, you know, I, I talk about pushing wine and drinking wine responsibly all year, but I never talk about not drinking wine, and yesterday I did. Yes. 
And it's very important that this coming Purim, everybody be careful. I'm not going to get into the long details. We did it yesterday. But everybody be careful about how and who and when you drink your wine tomorrow. Enjoy it. Enjoy it a lot. Drink a lot if you'd like, but only under the right circumstances with the right age group, etc., etc. And uh, it's on the web, so you can get that show, right, uh, Naomi? Yep. You can get that show. Be careful out there. Don't drink and drive. Drink. Ever. Yeah, never. Purim until. or ever. Enjoy. Okay, thank you, Jay. Great to see you. Thank you. Shabbat shalom. Ah, Coming down wonderful. to Friday. I'm going to eat some of that stuff. You yeah, yeah, we're going to eat. Is we're it ready eat. by now? You think? I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> we'll find out. Okay, thank you very much, Jay Booksbaum, uh, marketing director from uh, Royal Wines uh, and Kedem, and it brings us a large array of wines and we do a lot of wine shows and wine pairings throughout the year so thank you very much always for coming on hopefully we'll get try to get a Pesach show in okay we're moving right along I'm going to spend two minutes talking about a product that I fell in love with it's called Sumsum and I thought this is a great time of the year to do it because you know the Purim themes all about the Middle East and Persia and this is from the Middle Eastern region so um, I got a phone call from Jamie Dahan hello you want to why don't you come join me while I introduce you um, he said, you know, um, I know his sister. <laughs> my, my daughter's math teacher. Um, and and um, she said, you know, my brother has this great product. He wants you to try it. So I said, come on over. Literally one hour later, he came over. We're just switching around some mics. There you go. Um, and my family absolutely fell in love with this unique. Thank you very much. Can I call it Trina? Trina product, it's really, it's no, made it's out a, of sesame seeds, so it's a little yes. bit different than Trina, has a consistency of cream cheese, and it's fabulous. Yes, it's, um, we refer to it as a sesame spread. Our goal is really to get people to think outside of the box. People typically don't use a product like Trina in the way that we want people to use Sumsum. Sumsum is so I'm much more, it up. it's so much more versatile. You know, a lot of people ask me, the most common question is, What's the difference? Isn't this just... Right, what Dana? is the difference? What is the difference? Well, it's a valid question. It's made from the same ingredients, right. so what's the difference? I'm just opening it up. You'll hear the... <laughs> well, with Sum Sum, it's so much more versatile. What we do in our house, I tell a lot of people, we stopped using mayonnaise completely. We use Sum Sum as a healthy alternative. Right, uh, we make it. salad dressings with it. We put it on sandwiches. I put it on, tu- you know, Hod Golan, they have turkey, right? We oh buy their turkey God. and we make turkey sandwiches with it. Wait, you guys should yeah. meet and chat. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, smells we- amazing and it's very high in calcium also. Yeah, it's very high. Very good Sum- for kids. Sesame, to eat. sesame is actually one of 12 superfoods, so it's extremely healthy. Oh, I love uh, the it's really food. healthy for uh, pregnant women, for children. Children, surprisingly, I didn't even know when we started this. Children love it. They, yeah. they scoop it clean with their finger. Oh, we love it. We love it. It has this, I'm just going to scrape it with my cracker 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 it's got like almost like a soft cream cheese consistency um you're doing some giveaways yes yes we're um, going to be giving right some away in, and right yes. here in the store right in gourmet um, glot right down the aisle if you're here in gourmet glot um you guys can just go up i think the dairy aisle and you're going to be doing a giveaway also yes okay so yes we're doing tastings we're doing giving uh giving some away as well all we ask is some feedback. We just want to know unbiased opinion, you know, what people think. We like, you know, it's a product that you really need to taste in order right. to appreciate. I'm going to have to explain I'm going to have a dip. Now, I came my third bracha today. Baruch HaTadana Mechalam Amen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love it. And it's it's really, it's a healthy snack, you know, when you especially when you're trying to make a, a healthy sandwich or, you know, have it's, vegetables. It's totally just 
you know, dip right into it with vegetables or chips or uh, put it on a sandwich. I, I dip shoulder meat right shitters. into it. Shoulder shitters. I always yes. talk about shoulder shitters now that the clocks have changed. This is your go-to spread for shoulder shitters. This yeah, one, challah. It's so good on challah. It's so good on challah. Oh, my God. Parva locks and... and um, Cream cheese instead of the cream cheese, little locks and Tell me and how some, it is. some spread. Absolutely, you a little bit of dill in that would be amazing. You see, you know what we do? We take this and we make different recipes out of it. I'm actually going to be posting today on our Facebook page. I'm going to uh, eat the other piece. <laughs> a recipe for homemade coleslaw uh, using sumsum. It comes out so much more delicious because it adds just a hint of sesame. It's not overbearing. It doesn't give you any of those afternotes that you typically would expect from a tahina. You know, typical tahina comes with, uh, you know, sour or bitter right. aftertones. You know, it leaves like almost like a chalk on your teeth. And this, you know, we've gone so far out of our way to smooth. just balance the taste completely. Well, everybody here at the Nakam Siegel Network team will take home a delicious package of sumsum. And also uh, the shoppers yes, here we're in be giving some give- And sumsum actually means sesame seeds for right. most of the vote right. viewers must know, but those who don't. Sesame, and if you want to go to Israel and you ask for sesame, you say sumsum. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so now you can say sumsum, and in America it means delicious. Sesame spread. Okay, great. Thank yes. you. Good luck with your company Thank and you the launch of this amazing Enjoy product. It. And I hope that you go through the roof I on ho- this. I hope so too. I don't I'm have in, too many products, single products on the show, but this I had to have you on because I, I really love this. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank uh, you so much. Pick some up for your uh, appetizers, for your... Uh, you know, uh, Purim Suda. Purim Suda for Shabbat. For there's no wrong time to eat sum sum. You know, my family. They, my sister tells me all the time. She even eats it for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> they, she eats it with her eggs. Oh, yeah. Also, not a bad idea. Oh my, we keep rolling out recipes yes. today. Thank you, Jamie. Good thank luck you very and much. Uh, Shabbat Thanks Shalom. For having me. And thank you for coming. And we'll see you over there later on, giving Absolutely. out some samples. Come try some more. We'll do. Enjoy. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Howie, where you going, man? Okay, good. He's directing traffic. Jamie Tahan from uh, Sumsum, the most amazing tahina spread. Um, I cannot wait. I'm going to be taking these home. Now I don't have to worry about Charlotte Shittis. I've got with me. I've got to take some, you make some challah and some uh, Sumsum, pick up a package of locks from the aisle next door, and then I've got a fabulous uh, Charlotte Shittis right here. It's delicious, right? Yeah. It's great. The whole team, the Nakam Siegel Network team is actually, hello, it's about me right now. And they're stuffing their faces with this sumsum. That's a good thing. We're very happy about that. So uh, thank you. And we'll pass it around to all the, the crowd here today. Um, my final guest, I always end my um, Gourmet Glut shows. This is now my uh, third show uh, live on location, table for two in Gourmet Glut. And our show is sponsored by Hod Golan, Abels and Hyman. Um, I'd like to thank them for being a sponsor the entire year um, and especially to... Seth, um, he's still here for coming down and joining us. But I always end my Gomeglat um, show with uh, when we do it on in the in the store with Howie. Howie is the we call him the floor manager, but really I call him the maestro because he conducts this floor. He knows what's on the shelves at every single time, and that's absolutely incredible because there are. Oh, Howie, come on! Don't be shy. Howie's actually a little sick. Hi, how are you? The hot seat today. Well, sometimes it's here. Yeah, I've been called to the principal's office. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, Howie, thanks how again you? for everything. You know, no the problem. week of a show that's, you know, when we have a show, uh, the beginning of the week from Monday, I'm busy emailing Howie and Jing Yoli and like where we're going to do the show and where's the location, what they're going to be. And it's really so appreciated to you and 
to you and to Yoli and Hani and the whole team for putting together the show. I know that we're a little bit in Alaska zone over here. <laughs> I was going to say, what do you have in common with the lake with Yeshiva Bacher? What? You're, You're in the in freezer. The freezer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally in the freezer right next to, did you see my post on turkey tushies? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, I was here talking to Howie uh, and Yoli preparing for this week's show and I kind of <coughs> glanced sideways and I saw a package of frozen turkey bottoms. Now that's turkey tushies. It was like six in the pack. I was cracking up because when I was growing up, there were four grandchildren from, from my grandmother, my mother's mother, and we all would fight over the one tuchus. Well, we had to have a rotation, right? Shelly, Cassie and David, right? Who got to have the tuchus? So you now have a back package of tuchuses. Absolutely. So I said uh, thank you to everyone who <coughs> did do this, but I took a picture of it, I posted it, and I said, whoever has a recipe for this, uh, send it to me, and I'm going to give them a shout-out. What was out. the response? I got so much response. <laughs> people were cracking up. I'm afraid to ask what they responded. <laughs> no, people were nice. People had different ideas. Uh, Alan Levy from... Um, uh, he's a chef in Florida. He has... I'm, I'm sorry, Avi, I cannot remember the name of your... Um, he has a web, a cooking uh, website, uh, and you can watch him do demos. He's amazing. He works with Cold Foods um, Meats, and uh, he does demos. So he gave me some ideas, but uh, <coughs> Stu um, Vaselberg gave me a really hilarious recipe. Okay. So you can go onto my Facebook page and have a look at his uh. recipe. So a shout-out to you, Stu, for your uh, very cute uh, turkey tushy recipe. <coughs> so you really have everything at Gourmet Club, from turkey tushies to gluten-free. Well, <laughs> <laughs> everything. There's no way else getting, getting away without mentioning no, those. Yeah, to put that in. That was just too funny when you found it. I remember how excited you were. Yeah, I'm like, ah! <clears throat> I'm excited about a lot of food. Yeah. So, Hashem, we're glad to be able to host you, and it's uh, it's really becoming, I don't want to say, uh, just, we know, we know the drill. We know the drill. Naomi Nachman's coming. This is what we need to do. <laughs> we prep, and everyone definitely just steps into, falls into line. It's really Thank great. Thank you. And we love to have you and, um, and continue doing what you're doing. Thank you, thank you. We, we, I enjoy, you know, I enjoy doing my show here. I love doing my shopping here. You know, I need it because I'm a Pesach chef. I already thought I had to get a jump on Pesach. So I already cushioned my kitchen and I started cooking this past week for Pesach. Um, and I needed Pesach product. And I said, Howie, I need mayonnaise. Mm. I need ketchup. They go down to the sellers. They've just arrived fresh from the companies. It's all, it's all here ready. It's, it's, and it was ready for me. And if you need yeah. something, well, as of Monday, everything will be out in any case. Right. I don't know if you've seen the signage around the store, um, just requesting customers to really, we try to do our best at keeping out the items that are, are in highest demand. And, um, you know, if it's cookies, crackers, flour, uh, pasta, we don't touch the pasta aisle. Pasta aisle and the breakfast cereal aisle is like kachik, kachim. You can't go near those aisles. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but we still have to have out many, many products for customers if it's marshmallow fluff, peanut butter, and so on. On. Um, but we, we, we hung signage around the store just asking customers, really, we want to do the best for you and um, help us help you in that you're not going to be able to find certain things. The things that are critical to you stock up on. And um, last year was a very big success because customers really adhered to the signs and, and they purchased products. So, that yes, there were, uh, there were some customers with specific items, specific needs that I might not have been able to address, but as a, as a whole... Considering what we have to do to the store on Monday uh, and all of next week to turn it over uh, to really become a, a, a fantastic Pesach shop, a, a one-stop shop, um, similar to what we do during the year, it's a, it's a tremendous task. And, and uh, the responsibilities, uh, 
not taken lightly here. And we really, really think about each customer because we, we hate telling a customer no. If it's a special request or whatever it is, that's what I'm here for. Customers always ask me, can you get me an item? I say, sure. If, if you don't remember what it's called, you need to get home, email me a picture, shoot it to me, text it to me. We'll do our best to get it. I mean, we really do. You guys are really approachable, yeah, which that's, is that's exactly, absolutely fantastic. Exactly how we want to be. And um, we really want to answer the customer's needs. We really want to be that one-stop shop for everybody. Right, and now Pesach's coming up. It's you know this store is going to be packed today. <coughs> it's uh, ten twenty in the morning. Got about ten minutes left of the show, and it's because going to. Yoli said to us at the beginning of the show, we're going to have a whole Purim festivity going on this afternoon. I'm going to come back. I don't want to give up my fabulous parking spot. Can someone give me a ride home right up the road? <coughs> because uh, I'd like to keep my parking spot. I probably for sure have a ticket because I completely uh, forgot uh, to plug my meter. Okay, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> um, and we're going to turn the store over on, on the process. Start, uh, well, most of us are having Purim Suda, so it's very, very quiet in the store and all the workers are very eager to work and they, they, they need the hours, they need the time. We love our workers and we want to accommodate them as well. So they're going to start... Uh, boxing things up and start to lining shelves uh, uh, on Sunday and on Monday. And then by by Thursday, you will not recognize what the, this, this part of the store, the, the back half of the store will look like. Um, and, and I'm excited about it. For, for my part, Pesach is really over, as crazy as that sounds. Because <laughs> I've, I've, I've been at it for, for months. months. And the buying and the selection and pricing and so on, it's a tremendous responsibility. My, my eight-page color ad is finished. It was sent out, print-ready to the printer last night. Um, it will hit the stands, I believe, end of next week. And I'm very excited about it because so much work goes into it. Right. And um, uh, it's the culmination of, of a tremendous amount of work. Uh, so for me now, it's just getting it out onto the shelves, stocking them, staying on top of the inventory, and going from there. There's a lot of nice new items that came yeah, out this year. Right. So that's what that's <coughs> my question. What's what new? is the newest item that's out there? Because we have Dougie's wing sauce came out a couple of years ago. I was so excited about right. that because I use them all year and now they had a post-up brand. We know we have Abel's and Hyman. We got great Hod Golan products out there. What's the newest, ex- most exciting product? Newest, most exciting. Well, one I'm disappointed that, that I found out yesterday is not going to come to market. There's oh. a line of cookies that was just, they, they just looked fantastic. But what happened? And, and, no, 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 no. They, they, they couldn't get it done in time. And, and oh, it, so like it was, it was wait a, till next year? It was a production issue. But what oh. did come out this year, there will be um, iced tea and diet iced tea, diet lemon again. Uh, this year it will be um, from Liebers, not Stanford Hill. Liebers did a run, and we're excited about that. Um, first time ever chopped garlic, <gasps> like the Palaner, but it's not Palaner. It's going to be Liebers in their bottle. Um, and as a chef, I would think that uh, you would appreciate that. Um, Nothing like chopped, fresh garlic. Right, well, that, that <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. That, sorry, that, that I understand, <laughs> but I, I think the consumers, um, the consumers are looking for these items. Uh, granola bars are out this year for Pesach. A lot of granola products. Granola bars for Pesach? Granola for Pesach. Granola bars. Oh, that's great. You know, yeah. For the people that are going to work, it's so hard to get, like my husband on Cholamo, it depends, you know. What do you take? What do you take What, what you, do right? you take to work? And, you know, matzah sandwiches, you know, ugh, right. falls apart. Like, it's really hard. But you know that he has snacks. You know, I sent him fruit, but like granola bars, well, what, I, what I actually purchased the other day I was excited about was a real a shahako matzah, which for people what, who what don't have access, it's actually, it's a gluten-free cracker. Looks like a matzah, but it's a, it's a matzah crack, matzah style cracker. It's a shahako. It says right on it, shahako matzahs. So for someone who has to go to the office and doesn't necessarily have a way to wash on Yantif, whether you're traveling, you don't have a way to wash, 
This is a Shahako product. It's not even an issue of a Mizonos and do you wash on it, don't you wash on it. It's straight out. It's a Shahako product. <coughs> no, so we were talking with Shifra Klein about the matzah picnic, and it's so hard, and everything falls apart in the box. Well, so you can take your cute little packet shahako, of crackers. It's a shahako We don't have packet. any in the store right now, right? Um, I would grab a box. It might have sure. delivered yesterday. Okay. I don't but know. But it's in the cellars. Everything is waiting for Monday. First time ever I saw capers. Capers? Capers for Pesach. For Pesach. We're very fancy. Okay. We, we eat capers with locks in Australia. You, put, oh, you, you? sprinkle locks. You sprinkle capers over locks with some fresh dill. And some some. And some some. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, so you get another. And then mention. you have uh, <laughs> you have you have uh, a lot of new label designs, which are nice. It's nice to see some of the companies really get with the program and uh, try to bring their product to more more current uh, labels. You know the the cleaner, nicer. It just it just looks different. It looks more inviting. So I'm happy to see some of those items uh, change. Some new dressings, um, uh, some new brands of dressing, uh, marinades. There's, there's a plethora of marinades out marinades, in the market. Marinades, right? Marinades. There's so many marinades today, and um, anyone that goes hungry Pesach, it's really their own issue. <laughs> and they're right, right? We have, we have and there's so many. There are so many amazing cookbooks that also have come out. Right. You know, and because we've got all these great. Um, because you've got all these great um, ingredients, you can now make great recipes. And, and if you can't, you either call your personal chef or you come to Gourmet Light and go to Chabadash. Right. If, you know, I'm actually sold out I, for pizza. <laughs> you don't want to cook? No problem. It's all done for you. Literally, soup to nuts. Everything, everything is done. Chabadash has a full, full, full menu. You don't have to, you don't have to own a pot for Pesach. Right. You know, I, I had a client that wanted me to cook food for them, so we're preparing a fabulous menu. She says, can you make me some hamburgers? And I said, you know, that there's not, because most of the stuff I cook, and then I freeze fresh food, um, so it tastes still fabulous, like it was, you know, you're holding the freshness till they <coughs> heat it. Right. Um, but she wanted me to make her hamburgers. And I don't think hamburgers would hold up cooked and then frozen. I said to her, go to Gourmet Light. I said, I'm not looking to do uh, cheap out. I mean, I, I, I do whatever she wants. I'm her personal chef. And she said... Go to, I, I told her, go to Gourmet Glatt, and they have already packaged, seasoned, pre-seasoned, pre-seasoned right. Um, right. hamburger patties. Just throw them on your grill. Go to Sterling Electronics. They have right. a mick for there. You tovel the grill pan right there and then, and you can grill up They've the got chicken roasts, or the hamburgers. They've got chickens and skewers, uh, so many, so and many items. And it's Pesach. Like you uh, have no idea that it's Pesach. It used to be half no. the store was portioned off. Now one tiny little section portioned off. I drew off. the line. I drew the line, and anyone that, that is looking for these items, I'm sorry. There, there was products that I saw literally said, Passover bread. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> You've had it one year. That's just not coming in yeah. here. That's where I draw the line. Passover bread I've is seen that like in the freezer section. <clears throat> not in Gourmet God. I have, <laughs> I, I, when I started, when I took over the position over here, so there were, I'm sort of grandfathered in some hamburger buns and hot dog buns that, that I still have, and it, because they were grandfathered in, I allow them in. Oh, and literally, no. I saw baguettes and things I said, I'm sorry. That's no, it. I know. I know. That's it's going to feel line. like Pesach, you know. <clears throat> okay, you've got to do your wrap-up. i got to do so my wrap-up. I'm going to thank you for coming in thank and giving you. us the opportunity thank to host you. your show. And we look forward to the next time. Okay, great. Okay. You'll be seeing a lot of me. I'm sure we will. In the next four weeks. All and the best. I'll be and making again, everyone here crazy. Need you need right, anything, you. give a holler. Thank you very a shout much. Out. A shout-out. Okay, thank you very much, the entire Gourmet Glut team, all my amazing guests here today.
Um, some of you have slept from New Jersey to Brooklyn. Uh, great neck. Thank you to everyone that has come. Thank you, everyone who has come into the store, our, our listeners and um, our viewers today. Thank you for tuning in and watching us or listening to us. Of course, Gourmet Glut, you are the best. Thank you once again for hosting me and being the sponsor of our What's for Dinner segment. Uh, thank you to... Abelson Hyman Hodgolan for being our year sponsor and for uh, joining us today. And J- Jamie Sumsum, Jay, thank you. I got a great show. We got to talk about this week and make a schedule. Thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in. Shabbat Shalom. Stay listening because on the stream we have music sponsored by our friends at Kedem right up until Lech Benching. I want to wish everybody a Freilich Purim, happy cooking, and Shabbat Shalom. Mm-hmm.